and welcome to a nocturnal episode of We oh, Only Look whoa. Thin. I am your she-host, Catherine Weigel, and I have lost about 150 pounds, give or take. And yeah. with me today is... Donald Weigel. Actually, tonight is... Tonight. Tonight. I, it's I nocturnal. am your he-host, <laughs> Donald Weigel. It is night time. I don't know. Why I'm talking like that. Because it's I've night lost... time. That's how we talk at night. Yeah. And I am... Uh... <laughs> they might not be listening to this at night, though. But anyway. We're doing this for us. We're doing it for us? Okay. Yeah. Uh, and I have lost a little over 100 pounds. Congra- Hello, everyone. Congratulations. I think this is actually the first episode that we've recorded at actual night. Yeah. I think it might be. We've. Uh, I think we've recorded the other 50-odd episodes during the day in the daylight so that's why it is nocturnal that's that's really all that's the only reason it's nocturnal. Yeah. we're not talking I mean, about we did stuff. we did do like after, after dark, dark. Yeah. yeah we're not gonna do that again we're not doing that again nah. uh but it was really funny uh, uh so we're gonna do something a little bit different this week though uh we're going to do sort of a listener mailbag i think that's a news ticker oh whatever i don't know <laughs> what sound is mail click <laughs> i don't know if mailbag electronic mail just mailbag click just rustle rustle <laughs> rustle mail the sound of mail rustling uh we're gonna do we our, need our sound of, we're gonna put our top sound effects guys on it our top top sound effects guys are gonna come up with something great sounds like crunching snow yeah, exactly. <laughs> and a train going by <laughs> <laughs> and an elephant for some reason um and uh we're going to uh, do our normal tip of the week. Tow! Tow! And we're going to do our normal product of the week. Tow! Uh, but in between, uh, we're going to try something a little different. We're going to answer a couple of, uh, just two, I think. A couple, uh, we're gonna, literally a couple. We're going to try and tackle a couple of listener questions. Yeah. And see how that goes. So uh, hopefully uh, some of these things uh, everyone can relate to. We think you can. So Don is going to start us off with the tip of the week. Tell, tell which tip of the week. I don't want to steal any of your uh, emotional thunder. He's very angry right now. So the, the tip of the week <laughs> is me blowing the lid off of the big <laughs> chip conspiracy. <laughs> <laughs> Elephant. Uh, <laughs> I'm like some sort of Yeehaw. Pulitzer Prize winning journalist. Dude, like, what? I, this is basically water. His Enron. Yeah. Yeah. This is uh, all baked of those. chips. This is Enron rolled into Watergate, slapped with whatever those people in uh, that me- movie with Meryl Streep and Tom Hanks were doing on that news me- The movie. movie Big? No. Uh, Meryl Streep and Tom Hanks. I don't know. We don't see movies anymore. If you You know what movie he's talking about. You just mentioned it to me. It was Oscar winning like last year. I don't know. Anyway, we could really keep going with this. Anyway, uh, this is about baked snacks. So I'm at work uh, earlier this week and I go into the kitchen and side by side, there is a bag of baked Cheetos. And a bag of regular Cheetos. Actually, Cheetos puffs, if I'm being completely honest. And before I get too far into this, I love Frito-Lay snacks. I mean, I... The fine folks at Frito-Lay. I truly, truly love Doritos and Cheetos and Fritos and anything... Anything ends with an O. (laughs) crunches and ends with an O's, I am in. But so there are baked Cheetos next to Cheetos Puffs, and I look, and the che- the baked Cheetos say that they are fifty percent less fat. <gasps> they're basically like drinking water. Like, huh, they're basically should, water chips. Maybe I should check this out. I mean, like it's not like I didn't know baked snack 
make snacks existed, but I, my general philosophy is that if I'm going to eat a like a real treat, I want it to be like a treat. So I don't really go for the big one. But I was like, well, if it's fifty percent less fat, then then what what would what we what would we think about that? Maybe, maybe I would think maybe it was half the calories. It'd be half the calories. I was it's like, half the well, fat. okay, maybe for half the calories, it's worth sacrificing some sure. of the flavor. And so I pick it up, and they're both seven eighths of an ounce sized bags. Math. The the regular Cheetos had a hundred and forty calories in the bag. So what would you think that the baked Cheetos had? You know the answer to this already. Well, but... I just as as normal Jane on the street, yeah. um, I would say fifty percent uh, baked with less fat. I'd probably say it was what like maybe ninety calories, hundred calories for a bag. Yeah, hundred and twenty calories. What? So. The entire bag, seven-eighths of an ounce, you know, a little snack-sized bag, has only 20 fewer calories than your regular But ones. it's baked. So- Where'd all those calories come from? Where did they come from indeed? Um, <laughs> Donald is uh, Spotlight. 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 It. He's shining spotlight a spotlight. Spotlight is the movie. Yes. Spotlight is the movie I was talking about. Um, they wasn't it about newspapers and they blew the lid off of some story. There was a, a scandal. We're not going to talk about that, but uh, but right. this is much bigger issue with much, our fine much listeners. Bigger. And so my tip of the week is be careful with the baked snacks. Like you might you might look at a baked chip, a baked puff, and you might think to yourself, "Well, these are fifty percent less fat. I can eat twice as many of them." Guess what? You can't. You can eat like ten percent more of them. Well, and for the 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 flavor, it's like you know what? I'm just gonna go for the normal ones for the flavor because. And you know what? I did actually eat that regular bag of puffs, nice. and I tracked it, and it was delicious. And it's twenty calories. Like yeah. we're not talking one hundred forty calories. It was well worth it. So, uh, watch the nutrition label. Watch yeah. the 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 uh, the front of the package. Makes promises Don't that the back assume. of the package yeah, can't keep. That's right. <laughs> your your front of your package is making making checks that your checks can't cash. Exactly. Or Actually, there was a great uh, Tom Waits song called "Step Right Up," and one of my favorite lyrics is "The uh, large print giveth, and the small print taketh away." So yes. uh, this applies to baked snacks, which I'm pretty sure is what Tom Waits was talking about when I'm he uh, he wrote that song. Pretty 30 sure years he was. Ago. It was baked snacks or heroin. One of those. <laughs> One of those. So, those what isn't that what all Tom Waits songs are about? Baked snacks or heroin? Probably, yeah. yeah. Those the the B side was the baked snacks. Uh, right. So, uh, so yeah. So that is the tip of the week. Tip of the week to you. Tip of the week to you. Tao. Tao. So, why don't you uh, tell us about who sent us this first question and what it is? Okay. Uh, so we have an Instagram page. Because it's uh, a great we're, Instagram. We're page. cool kids. You should follow us on there. So, uh, one of our fine listeners, uh, Lex, uh, LOL Fitness Seventeen on Instagram. Oh, uh, has a problem. She's got a problem. We're going to dive into it. Mm. So, um, uh, she starts out with very many kind things about how amazing and inspiring we are, but we'll just skip past that. As you do. <laughs> As, As you, you do. do. But yada, blah blah blah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you've all said the same. Uh, so she says. Um, I have a lot of friends who knew me as the friend who always was down to go out and get junk food and stay up late drinking, and that's no longer the life I live, for obvious reasons. When I don't want to go out, or when they can't pressure me to just have one cheat meal, there is no cheat meal, um, they said that I'm boring or not fun anymore. 
Yeah. Did you guys ever experience that at all with your close friends? Um, if you did, were you able to find some middle ground? I'm really struggling because I feel like they aren't respecting me at all. But I'm sure that a lot of it comes from their own insecurities. Uh, I'm sure a lot of it does. Any advice is appreciated. Yeah, I've definitely experienced this, especially at when I was at the beginning of this uh, particular cycle. And I... Um, you know, because of my diabetes, my doctor had basically told me like, stop drinking, stop eating sugar, carbs, etc. And uh, I really did get accused of being no fun. But then I could throw diabetes in their faces and they backed off. So. <laughs> Lucky duck. So, yeah. so we have a printable, a fake diabetes diagnosis <laughs> that you can share with your... <laughs> wow. A printable. A baked printable. A baked printable. No, but like... Here's the thing. We have been married for uh, many decades. Yeah, and, and nobody ever accused me of being the fun one who stayed out late. No. <laughs> That's never been something I've I'm been accused of. I'm laughing a little bit too hard right now. In my whole life. No, but I mean, we used to be uh, goers in the food category. Oh, uh, yeah, in we, terms of the food, yeah. But we actually were always like, I would rather have four slices of cake then get really drunk. Like there was yeah, a point at which sure. we would, uh, in our younger days, uh, we would be more food uh, enthusiastic than drink enthusiastic. Yeah, now, I mean, don't get me wrong. I loved uh, a good wine and gin and some other things, but um, did not uh, was not much on getting drunk or but, or partying. I mean, doing but, air quotes on a podcast. But like, if Don was on like the one man sent to Mars, and all he had were episodes of Doctor Who to watch, and like. A, a dark room he'd be like goodbye yeah. he would totally like he's, yeah no this is perfect <laughs> he's not an introvert he just like is totally happy alone I'm fine as by a myself. hermit yeah. i just happen to be lucky enough to have the uh, love of my life sitting next right to me. right in the same house yeah but i am an extroverted introvert so i need a lot of alone time so i we we're not big partiers but we're going to try to tackle this question anyway yeah what what can we do and we do know about um we do know what it's like to try and be on a plan when your spouse isn't on board or when your friends on aren't on board and we we do have some experience with that um and look there are Catherine has many many things to say about this but <laughs> there are a couple Kill of things <laughs> I mean there in my mind there are two big strategies um one is to be honest about it and the other one is to be dishonest those about are the it. two big categories <laughs> those are the major categories and one if these are close friends people that really care about you people that you really care about try and be honest with them try and just say look um i know i know what you're saying i understand that maybe in your mind, I wouldn't phrase it that way. Maybe that I am diminishing your fun by trying to be on a plan. Don is like a Vulcan talking to a part, like a party bus. Oh, <laughs> uh, I can it tell is you that illogical is illogical. <laughs> well, I have brought a chart with me <laughs> to carry on and convert this way. No, but I, I mean, like you know, try. I have and- a printable. <laughs> Try it. <laughs> I brought printables to hand out on the party bus for everyone to explain. No, but I mean, seriously, like if these are your close friends, like hopefully they care about you and hopefully you can have an actual meaningful conversation with them and and say, look, this is what I'm trying to do. I would really appreciate and need your support. 
If you guys want to do whatever you want, don't let what I'm doing diminish that. Just do what you're doing, and I'll do what I'm doing, and we'll have fun together. I promise it will still be fun. And if that doesn't work, or if you know, if you tried it and you know it won't work, um, or it hasn't worked, I would suggest perhaps being dishonest (laughs) and just pretending that you're also drinking um, or doing whatever. Like, order whatever they're ordering and just eat a small portion of it. Um, Order drinks, you know, offer to buy a round and just get yourself a soda water and get them actual drinks. And you can say it's a gin and tonic if you want or pretend, you know, you know, if somebody asks you straight out what it is, say it's a gin and tonic or a a vodka tonic or whatever. Um, But just actually be drinking soda water. Um, And those are two of my strategies. Lie or don't lie. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, but, I mean, t- to piggyback off that, I have many things to say. So, and we've said it before, people want to be around people who validate their own choices. And people yeah, feel... this is a big one. People feel threatened or judged when you are not doing the same thing. It feels like a personal attack if you are not going drink for drink or can for can on uh, on the Budweiser with your with your friends. And... Yeah, and don't drink Budweiser. That's a whole other episode. <laughs> You're uh, an adult. Tip of the week. But, like... Your passion is a priority, and it is scary enough to try to fight for yourself. And then having to fight against your friends on top of that is even harder. And I think at first, like, it's okay to have friends for certain circumstances. And it's okay to perhaps even grow apart from friends who aren't on the same journey that you're on. Um, But your passion is a priority. Um, Your friends may not understand, and that's okay. And sort of the the lie, don't lie uh, idea, you know, you had asked about a middle ground. So there are lots of different things you can do. You can reduce the frequency of hanging out. So if it's every Friday and Saturday night, make it just Friday nights or skip a week or, you know, just reduce your frequency. You can also reduce the duration. So if they go for happy hour from 6 p.m. to midnight, just go from 6 to 7 or 6 to 8. I love this one. Just show up late and leave early. Because, like, nope, nobody's at their best at, like, 10, 11 o'clock at night. Everybody's yeah. kind of slurred and whatever and getting Ubers home. Like, and being sober around that is kind of, like... Yeah. Little... Unless you've got the kind of friends who don't start till 10 or 11. But I don't know. I feel like people in our age bracket don't do that anymore. Yeah. So reduce frequency, reduce duration. Change your order, like Donald said. I mean, and even, like, for people going out for, like, decadent appetizer things, it's really hard to continually be around people who are ordering things that you really want to have. Like, I still – I mean, we struggle with this, and, and this is a, a whole other topic. But if we know we're just going to go see family for a weekend and it's only once in six yeah. months we'll be like ah, it's fine it's it's one weekend it's not yeah, a big deal like, you know plan a once in a while indulgence like work it into your plan um you know for us it's basically calorie counting so if we if we plan you know we're rock solid and we maybe eat even less than what we normally would during the day to have some additional room for calories at night you know that kind of thing well and too like so It is really hard to get out of patterns of behavior, especially if, you know, every Friday night you're going to Buffalo Wild Wings or every Sunday you're going to to watch football games. Um, But think about changing the venue and still perhaps hanging out with the people that you like hanging out with. But if nighttime, like right now. Yeah, it's nighttime. Donald and Catherine talking to Um, you. 
If that is difficult, change the venue. Start suggesting uh, like a Sunday morning hangout for coffee instead of going out with them on Saturday nights. Uh, Suggest going for a hike, a little hike. It doesn't have to be a a big hike. Um, Do an errand hangout. Like, hey, I've got to go to Ikea. Do you want to go with me? You're smirking. I'm just now I got accused of being like the logical fun police earlier. And now you're like, let's go on a hike together. But it, anyway, no, I don't. I think it's actually a great idea. Like it, turning the activity around into something that that works into your lifestyle. Yeah, and like you know, explore a different part of town. Like, hey, I heard that there's a new you know museum that opened up. Like, do you guys want to go this weekend and do that yeah, instead? Like, like, it's possible to hang out with your friends without you know carousing at night. And you might find in the sober light of day that they're not all that much fun to hang out with. And that might just be a problem. Yeah. Um, But, you know, do an errand hangout. Um, A friend of ours, Renee, who is part of our group, uh, said that she just joined a podcast club. I love this idea. I want to find one of these. Yeah. But, you know, so if you and your friends listen to the same podcast, uh, like uh, My Favorite Murder or Happier, uh, you can uh, all listen to the episode that week and then get together and do a little sober chit chat over some coffee about uh, things that you learned, uh, tips for improvement. Um, and uh, so that's an idea. Have like just a morning gathering instead of an yeah. evening gathering because nobody's getting maybe super drunk. Yeah, meet, meet for brunch. Yeah. Um, so, but you've got to be, you know, I, th- I think part of that and part of, part of pulling away from uh, friends like that is knowing that you can go toward other people. You can find people with uh, similar health goals. You can take a weekly class at your gym, uh, yoga studio. You can join a health meetup group. There are lots of meetups for hikes. There are meetups for uh, for you yeah, know, running. Look, this may seem like extreme, but you can find new friends. Find people who are more in line with, with how you want to be. And we even did an episode kind of recently, Leveling Up, about surrounding yourself with people who are more in line with who you want to be. Well, and two, like, you can have different friends for different parts of your life, and they don't all have to go together. So if you have people who are interested in concerts, hang out with the concert people. If you are if you have uh, jogging people, go out with the jogging club. And it's okay to diversify a little bit. Yeah, for um, sure. Or you can be like Donald and uh, be totally fine not hanging out with anybody yeah just Um, sit inside and rebound while you watch doctor who there are virtual support groups uh there are um friends who are just gonna fall away and it's okay and we're all growing and changing in different ways and you can still celebrate the friendship that you had in the time for sure it 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 meant for you but that's gonna change and quite frankly being in our 40s like when you're in your 20s and you're partying and you're I mean, and this actually never happened to me, uh, but you know, as a human, like, might, I, like I saw like other I humans do when they were in their twenties, who were like, "Oh, you know, I show up to work with a hangover, like, oh, good times." I don't know. I'm yeah. trying to sound like a person who actually had a social life in their twenties. Yeah, I don't know, but like, there is a point at which being like the life of the party in your twenties is fine. Once you get into your, like, late 30s and you're still known as, like, the party guy or the party gal, like, there's a fine line between the partier and a pathetic person who obviously is stunted and is not, you know, making goals for themselves. And uh, so we have past that that thin veil and it, it is pretty <laughs> pathetic to uh to not have a little bit of self-control at this age so uh so i don't know so you know did any of that help i don't know 
let us know. I think another thing, too, is go back and listen to our episode on uh, what to do when your significant other isn't on board. There are uh, some good pieces of advice in there, too, that you might be able to apply to your friends. Yeah, so cultivate some new interests. Uh, lie, don't lie, and, uh, <laughs> and, and and just find some new ways to grow. So we're really proud of you for, for, for fighting for yourself because it's really hard. Yeah, so. it is really, really so hard. So Lex... I'm tipping my hat to you. I'm, bu- I'm buying a hat on Amazon. You were about to say tip of the week. I was about you? to. I'm gonna. I'm gonna buy a hat on Amazon and I'm gonna tip it to you. Yeah, so. we didn't really talk about transitions, but let's go to question two, topic two. Uh, this comes from Terry on our Facebook page, and uh, Terry, a member of our uh, our group, says, um, "If you were to start your weight loss journey all over again, knowing what you know now." What are the things that you would do again? What worked best and what didn't? This is an excellent question, Terry. And we're going to answer it right now. <laughs> I was looking at Catherine because I thought all, she was going to well, start talking, here's but the thing. she's looking I, at me, no, so I guess I, I'll start we talking. We were kind of talking about it, and I was I was coming up with answers, and he was like, that's not the question. That's not what she asked. Oh, my God. <laughs> Why am I always the villain? Did you or did you not say that? Okay, I said it. But <laughs> You're a Vulcan, not a Vulcant. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, so some things that really worked for me that a lot of this was an experiment um, the, along the way. But what I ended up landing upon, things that work for me is, and look, this first one is not going to be for everybody. But this is a huge one for me, is not eating anything before 2 p.m., um, and I, I basically, and, and I, I have honestly not even looked up online the definition of intermittent fasting, but I understand that I'm basically doing it without realizing I'm doing it. I pretty much most days don't eat anything between about 10 PM and 2 PM. Uh, so 10 PM at night to 2 PM the next day. Um, that has been huge for me because I find that if I eat in the morning, um, then I just like once that door is open and I start eating, then I just keep going. Um, and it's much, much harder for me to slow down. Um, another thing is to, uh, that I stay very heavy, um, in the morning on, uh, vegetables and protein, not in the morning, but when I'm throughout the day, um, up until about an hour before bed. If I know I'm getting within an hour before bed, that's when I can start eating more carby things, more treat things that taste like treats, um, waiting until then. Um, one of the biggest ones is, is the walking, like realizing up front that walking counts as exercise. And that for me, it's an exercise that I don't hate. And, um, finding an exercise that I didn't hate was huge, huge, huge. Um, this is one that people are not going to, a lot of people don't like is tracking everything. For me, I have to track everything. I have to write down everything that I eat. I have to keep track of all the exercise I do, all the steps that I get, because if I don't, then I don't have a benchmark. I don't have anything to tell me what is working and what isn't. Um, the Fitbit was huge for me. Um, just the motivation of getting that reward when I hit my step bowl and also the motivation of getting into challenges with other people who were getting so many more steps than me, um, was huge for me. Um, and then the biggest thing is realizing up front that it's not, it's not about, it, it is about what you do, but it's not, it's more about the mental game of it. It's more about 
adjusting your way of thinking. And we've said it a million times. We had an episode called this, but that there is no finish line. There is no finish line. And again, there is no finish line. Like this is about building sustainable habits that last forever and um, things that I'm able to do all the time. And um, that is what really worked for me is adjusting my the mental side of it, not thinking that I had to lose weight quickly, you know, taking my time. I averaged about a pound a week, which is still, you know, pretty good. But it wasn't like I lost a pound every week. It was like some weeks it was two, some weeks it was maybe even three every once in a while, but not too often. A lot of weeks it was none. A lot of weeks it was a quarter of a pound. Like some weeks I gained a little bit and I had to really think about what I had done and what I needed to do moving forward. And um, then finally on my list of things is realizing what um, that maintenance, uh, which I've been doing for about a year now, is basically the same. And that is a hard like, truth to swallow. Like same, same. Yeah, like, like I'm essentially super doing same. the same amount of exercise, eating the same amount of calories as I was when I was losing weight. And I basically need to do that in order to maintain it. And um, I kind of, we're going to do an episode, I think, coming up on maintenance. But um I thought that there would be this magical time when I could sort of take my foot off the gas a little bit, but it hasn't really materialized. I think I am able to have indulgences a little more often and not worry so much about it. But other than that, it is basically the same deal. And we'll share more on that later because there's lots to say about. I feel like I've been talking forever without a break. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm just going to take a nap and now you can say some stuff. Hello. Hi. Uh, So I don't know. I always answer questions kind of in backward ways. Donald's like, what do you mean? That's not the answer thing. So I know we talk about adding small behavioral habits each week. But quite frankly, for me, deciding to track my calories from day one was critical. I knew that no matter the, the amount of sleep that I got, the amount of water that I drank, calories in, calories out, burn more than you eat. That was the the uh, the cornerstone of my journey. And I don't do Weight Watchers like neither of us do, but we both joined and then quit Weight Watchers many times. But one of the things I do credit uh, Weight Watchers with doing was really um, getting me in the habit of tracking everything. I think that is a great, great habit, which has served me very well. Yeah. So uh, owning my food choices, tracking my, uh, my steps, with my Fitbit was critical because I honestly didn't realize how little I moved, so I would continue to do that. Um, seeking expert advice changed my life. Oh yeah, like I didn't put that on my list. Well, I mean, and I've I've said it before, but finding the Half Size Me podcast and listening to that, uh, there was another one called Nacho Mama's podcast, uh, which was uh, a woman who was in Weight Watchers losing weight, and she just kind of sounded like more like a friend who was also in the process, and yeah. and she was really cool, um, but. But finding experts in the field to listen to, to get out of my head, just really resonated with me in ways that Weight Watcher meetings never did. Um, So continuing to learn about a subject. Did you know that there's something called Google? And pretty I've much heard of it. anything you can put into Google, there is an answer or someone else who has had the problem. Yeah. And whether Usually it's somebody else has had the exact same problem, whether it's secret eating or binge eating or uh, relation boundary issues in relationships, um, 
learning that I could Google a problem or find a podcast on a problem changed yeah. my life. So, uh, so I would continue to do that. Um, also what the thing I would change was thinking that I could do it alone because I was six, seven months into losing weight. I'd lost about 50 or 60 pounds. I thought I was like, I had it set, but at that point I hadn't worked on my mindset around weight loss yet yeah. and realizing that so many of my issues were about boundaries and relationships with my family and making myself a victim. If I, if I could do it over, I would have realized I, I would have started working on that being a victim side a lot sooner because I didn't realize how much it affected my emotional eating. Yeah. Uh, so I would have fast tracked that. Um, so the mental work really like Donald said, um, and as a, as a side note, Donald doesn't want me to answer this part of the question because it wasn't actually part of the question. Something I wish I had done was really take a mental inventory and a physical inventory of myself when I started. I did. We, you, you've heard it before. I didn't take starting pictures because I didn't think I was going to lose a lot of weight. I wish I had taken photos front, back, yeah, side. I, I was so embarrassed about having my photo taken that I was about three months in before I really took like a before photo. And now I wish I had more photos from when I was fully there because uh, really seeing the before and after is is it's still inspirational to me. Like I realize how far I've come and it, it helps me to not want to backslide. But I would uh, I would have taken measurements. I would have taken photos. I would have taken sort of an, an inventory of how I felt about my life, how I felt about my family, my job, uh, my surroundings. Because I, we've said it before, I still have the same life. I still have the same family. I still have the same stresses. Yep. But the way I look at it all now is so much different. And we generalize it about it on the podcast. Um you know, I didn't take an inventory of my typical day. What what would I do on a weekend? What would I eat on a weekend? How much activity would I get? Because it was very little, but I don't think I realized how much I sat and how much I drove and how much I circled the parking lots. We have talked about it generally, but I wish I could go back and really examine myself from three years ago to see. Yeah, and I just kept telling myself that I was, you know, doing everything and it just wasn't fair. And, you know, it turns out I was hardly doing anything. Yeah, so, um, so really... The tracking was critical and mindset was critical. And then, and really, like Donald said, the notion that there is no quitting, there is no giving up, there is no finish line. You just move forward with the next choice. Um, and, and doing that with accountability for me was really critical. So uh, I would have jumped on that a little bit earlier because the more honest I've been about my struggles and sharing, uh, it's really made a huge difference in my life. So. Yeah, me too. And just a couple of things that, that I know really didn't work for me, and I, I sort of touched on this on my list of what did work, but um, eating breakfast does not work for me. And I know we've been it's been hammered into us since we were children. Breakfast is the most important meal of the day. And um, if I eat breakfast, I, I feel like I have such a harder time sticking to my calories. Well, and, and part of that too is being open to the idea that you're wrong about yourself, which we've talked about before. Yeah. Like Donald wouldn't eat until two o'clock and I said I could never do that. And then I realized that once I start eating, I just want to keep eating. So for me, I eat a little bit earlier than that. But understanding that the the goal is the same, but the the strategy is going to change over time. And that's okay. And it's it's exciting to try new things and be and take experiments uh in in your journey and and try different plans and see how they they fold into your your success. On a final note for me, and I think for anyone just starting out, don't push yourself too hard. 
I think there was a point when I first got my Fitbit where I was literally walking around at 11.55 at night in our parking lot trying to finish my steps wearing flip-flops, and I ended up twisting my ankle, and it yeah. it got me off my Fitbit for 10 months. Congratulations, me in my flip-flops. Yeah, that's a good example of something that did not work. No, I was coming in hot, and all to just get that 10,000-step uh, badge. And I realized, like, you know what? Not every day is going to be perfect. And now it's to the point where I don't hit my goal every day, and I don't, you know— you know, I strive for it for sure, but it's like, it's not, I'm not going to be out at midnight in the rain, in the yeah. snow, trying to kill myself to get something done, uh, especially because I got injured and it was not worth it. So, uh, so just know yourself, know your surroundings and just know that it's, it's just the, the direction you're going in, not perfection every day. And I know you said it was a final note, but I have two more quick things. Uh, I realized that what didn't work for me was trying to eat treats um, all throughout the day. Um, I need to save them to the end of the day. If I start eating them earlier in the day, I get into real trouble. And, you know, I thought I've been saying for a long time, you know, it's important to me and it's really worked for me, like not giving up anything entirely. And but that is with the caveat that I don't start eating at 10 a.m. because I still have a real problem with if I have a treat early in the day, then I can't stop. Uh, and lastly, um, on a bigger scale, and if you've listened to this podcast before, you know this, like, you know, really restrictive diets do not work. Things that cut out whole categories of food uh, you know, at least for me, they really didn't work. Things like keto and, um, you know, trying to eat, trying to have shakes instead of meals. And, um, you know, I never tried paleo, but I, I know that that would not work for me. Um, and, you know, diets along those lines. And, um, those are some things that definitely did not work for me. It was all about finding something I could do forever because it is forever. Well, and and two, just because you say more, like I'm not the kind of person that's going to meal prep every day, and I I can't feel bad for the for not being the person who has the perfect Pinterest meals or the the perfect mason jar salads every day. Live going with who I actually am and what I'm capable of, and then pushing myself a little bit harder is fine. I don't have to be, uh, you know, making home cooked meals every day. And, uh, you know, recipes didn't get me to 300 pounds. Recipes aren't going to get me to 150 pounds. So, uh, so that has been a, a big shift too. We could keep going on and talking and talking, but we got more po- podcasts to, to podcast about. Yes, This is going do. on forever. We've already said it. So, so I, I believe that's this all will, you get. This will wrap up our listener mail. Wrap it up. Our mailbag of two letters. (laughs) (laughs) And now it's time for the product of the week. Pow! Pow, everybody. Uh, So this one is uh, called Daily Goals. It's an app, everyone. It's called Daily Goals. And I believe it is only available on Apple. But um, there are Android. There are a couple of apps on Android, which is I'm an Android guy, uh, that are pretty similar, that are both uh, really cool. One of them is just you know, simply called Habit Tracker, uh, and the other one is called Loop, and um, you can set up habits that you uh, that you really want to do every day or whatever frequency that you want to do them, and you put them in a list, and it sounds like a to-do list, but it's laid out in such a way that it, it shows you, you know, uh, Sunday through Saturday or however you want it to set up, and then you you know, open this and it, you can set reminders on it, etc. And you can click off each day as you do the habit. 
And then at the end of the week, you can look back and say, oh, well, I did this very well. And then you can reflect on the results. And um, it's a really good way to see all of the things, all of the habits that you want to put in place all in one place. Well, and too, and you can take a screenshot of your habits and save it as your background photo uh, or your wallpaper. Um, But like my habit goals, there are things that, uh, you know, are easy out of the park. It's easy to get them. Like I've got make your bed. Why not? There you go. Check you check that off the list. Mark. Yeah, it doesn't have to necessarily all be weight loss things. But um, although mine typically are. I've got close the kitchen at eight thirty. Have my morning pills. Uh, start eating after my intermittent fasting window. Get fifteen thousand steps. Uh, eat at eighteen hundred calories or less. Get my ten floors. So it's just kind of a fun way. Like depending on the week, I do different things. But uh, you can do a paper tracker. You can do uh, an electronic tracker. But this daily goals one is uh, is bright and colorful and easy to use and uh, just on my desktop so it reminds me of what my goals are because sometimes i forget so uh so yeah that's the uh that's the product of the week that is the product of the week pow Pow, everybody speaking of pow you are listening to we only look thin and you can subscribe to us wherever you found this podcast and if you could really do us a favor and Go to um, iTunes, even if you don't use it, and um, give us uh, a rating on there and a quick review. It can just be like, you know, a couple of words, um, and we would really appreciate it. It really helps us out. Um, You can also, uh, if you have more questions for us, we might do one of these shows uh, in the future. If you like this show, if you didn't like this show, if you, you know, want us to answer more questions like this, send us an email. You can reach us at weonlylookthin at gmail.com. You can reach us on Instagram at weonlylookthin. And uh, you can uh, find us on Twitter at weonlylookthin. And uh, we also have a website, weonlylookthin.com. Did I say that already? I think so. But it's all it's all good. We're we're only looking thin. And pretty soon our uh, wool place group will be uh, coming out. Yeah, we got to put that on our habit tracker. Yeah. We got to get that out. Uh, but uh, but yeah, they, it you know don't want to bore anybody with anything. But there's all kinds of legal stuff. Just that like businessy stuff, yeah. like making false promises, and making your dreams come weight, true, but, and uh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, so uh, so we're working on that. We're we're busy folk, but uh, but thank you for your interest. And uh, and honestly, thank you so much to everyone who has left us uh, reviews. Uh, they're hard to pronounce uh, on the iTunes, but uh, we've gotten just so much love, and that we're making a difference in your yeah, life. We've gotten a couple of very nice emails yesterday, uh, recently, and a couple of very nice uh, messages on Facebook. Uh, we really appreciate all of your feedback, and uh, you know, positive or negative. And uh, we uh, hope you reach out to us. Yeah. So uh, so thank you very much for listening on this dark winter night in. Uh, in in in, uh, in 2019 and uh, just remember if you've got pushy drunk friends uh, knee deep in nachos at the bar <laughs> and you're wondering what patron saint to to pray to for a better night just remember that Donald and I are an, an inspiration Asian Asian The information that you hear on this podcast is for informational purposes only. The hosts are not medical professionals. You should always consult with your doctor, nurse, or other certified health professional before beginning any diet or fitness program.